see that studies are consistent with the idea that kids are not learning. And it's extremely hard for those that require special attention to learn virtually because you put all this stress on a parent to educate their kids. You educate your kids the best way you know how, but you're not in a position to where you understand how they learn and how the material needs to be crafted to form that child's brain and comprehension of that topic and subject. That's just one aspect. We also leave out the fact that when you put a kid in front of a screen for an extended period of time, you force them to change how they perceive relationships. They're only seeing their classmates on the screen. They're only seeing a teacher on the screen. And when you go through that time after time, month after month, and you're in your own space, like you're at home doing this, it develops a sense of comfort that you easily fall back on and you just say, well, I'm at home. So it's too easy for me to not want to learn because I'm at home. I'm in my own personal space. And to be realistic, you think about it like a parent who is fortunate enough to be able to work from home. When you're working from home, some people either love it, some people don't. And one of the reasons why you may not love it is because you are in your space 24 seven. You eat there, you sleep there, your leisure time is there and you work there all in one. I don't think people fully grasp how much that is. And, you know, you can always cite evidence of the home was meant to be the home and work was supposed to be a separate place outside of the confines of the, the space that you share personally with your family. But once you take that away from somebody, they to where they can't go out, they have to stay in. Everything they do starts to shift mentally and it wears on you. So if it wears on you as an adult, what do you think it does to a kid who is during their precious developmental years and they're still trying to form their interpersonal and intrapersonal relationships and connections and understanding their own personalities? What do you think the effect has on those kids? And to continue this point, I haven't even gotten into the whole mask thing for those that are in person. So now we talk about the kids that are in person. You think about a kid that's in person and they're doing the in-person learning. They're sitting there with a mask on all day. They're sitting there with a mask on while they're separated from their classmates. You're, you're extremely uncomfortable. It's awkward and you don't want to be there, but you start to warm up to it because this is all you know, this is all you can do. So you have no choice but to conform. And unfortunately, this whole pandemic has forced people to put things onto their kids that they shouldn't be allowed to do. 
they should have as a parent, you should have more resolve and pushback on how your child is being taught. And I can say this as a former educator in a K-12 setting and also currently an educator. There's nothing that you can teach your child in a school that's more valuable than what you can teach them on your own. The problem is not everybody has that level of patience and understanding to want to get to know their child, like legitimately get to know their child. So that's one of the positives that should have came from all of this foolishness was you should legitimately know how your child thinks, how your child learns, how they feel and really develop a connection with them that's outside of a conventional parent child relationship. You're a teacher. In a lot of ways, you are seen as the primary source of knowledge. You're the teacher, you're the lunch lady, and in some cases, you're the school bus driver. You may have already been all of these things in a different capacity. You're doing that 24 seven because you're a parent. You're always teaching your kids something. You're always doing something to open their eyes to something or you're providing criticism or you're giving them some discipline in a lot of ways. The problem that I see continuously through this past 16, 18 months is people have gotten too comfortable with just accepting the reality of, okay, I go to school and I let my child, I dropped my child off at school. I let them put their mask on all day and I don't question it. I don't ask why I just let them do it. Or you have the parent that doesn't question why their child can't go to school, but you see situations all over the country where parents have stood up, went to the school boards, demanded that their child be allowed to come in person, demanded that these masks be taken off of these kids and demanded that they get back to normalcy, get back to being a child, not being in fear of what they see by the mainstream media and what they are fear mongered by even their own parents. They are literally creating bubble kids. They're creating kids that are so scared to be out in public without a without a mask on to the point where they don't want to play. They don't want to socialize. They don't want to interact. And you spend months and months inside of the house, basically isolation. It's what do you think is going to happen? How do you diagnose a kid's depression when that same parent doesn't have time to do all of that? That parent doesn't have time to diagnose your depression or your feelings because they need to force this work down your throat that nobody's grading. The teachers aren't grading this stuff. They're not. You're passing the kids off because they know a, a teacher knows in these school boards, the administration, the school districts, they all know you cannot teach a child virtually who has never been taught virtually. You can't do it. There's no 
there is no basis for how you can do this. The K-12 public school system especially was not designed for virtual learning. And we haven't even gotten into what goes the hardware requirements and what goes into the systematic requirements needed to educate a kid. And if they are in a urban setting, it's even harder. How do you tell somebody who has, let's say you just have one child. We're not even going to say multiple kids. You just have one child and they are somebody who struggles with reading. You work. I don't have time to necessarily sit with my child all day with their schoolwork to make sure that they're looking at the screen. And here's the thing, I could sit here all day in front of the screen and not move a muscle. It doesn't mean I'm learning anything, doesn't mean I'm retaining any of the information. It doesn't mean anything. It All it means is that I sat in front of the screen and I stared at it. What did I learn from it? I don't know. What did I, what could I tell you that I learned from it? I don't know, because there's a difference. I may know something for myself, but it may be hard for me to articulate that to someone else. You may not be able to do neither. So now the parents frustrated at the kid because the kid has been sitting there all day and they haven't learned anything. And that's assuming the kid is sitting straight. What do you do with that kid that's active, that's constantly moving, that's constantly going in and out of the camera, in and out of the camera, you see these things. So now if that kid is coming in and out of the camera, the parents frustrated once again, because the kid's not focused. The teacher is now mentioning that, hey, you know, um, she or he is, is falling behind and they're not learning like the other kids. And it's like, wait, but how do you determine how if this kid is learning when a big portion of their education is contingent on the socializing is contingent on their overall happiness before they even walk into when a kid first gets to let's just take a middle school kid or actually you know what let's go all the way back to elementary school there's a reason why before the day starts there's playing outside there's before the day starts and that first bell rings there's a reason why that kids are just outside just playing in the schoolyard before that first bell rings to take them inside and the reason why is because kids need that that break they need that that sense of <sighs> refresh before they get on with their school day it's to ease them into the day everybody needs that it's no different than an adult when you go to work in the morning or you wake up in the morning how many of you out of 10 people the majority ease into the day they don't just roll out of the bed and jump in front of a computer no they they are getting their boundaries or getting their bearings as some people may call it because you have to get your your body and mind mentally adjusted to the day ahead just like a kid needs to 
when you wake up and you go directly into the screen you or your bed may be over on this side of the room but you wake up you went from that bed to that computer screen now you're sitting there doing the same thing every day how can i legitimately be mad at you how could i expect more from you if you're not put in the best position to succeed and then you put stipulations that say oh well if the child wants to come in person they have to wear the mask all day so now do i want my child to be out my hair that much to where i'm willing to subject them to that kind of treatment to where i've seen videos i've literally seen videos of little girls crying boys crying because they have to put their mask on i've been in places where the kids are begging their parents can i take my mask off and the parents are saying no because this is what happens when you don't when you're not educated and you don't and you don't equip yourself with the knowledge needed about a particular subject or a topic you put that same ignorance onto your child so now your child I'm just being honest. It's the truth. It's whether it's the mask issue, whether it's anything else. Kids learn from parents. We all know that if you constantly walk around with the fear of God of getting sick with something with a ninety nine point nine nine percent survival rate in the healthy. What do you think your child is going to eventually adopt? They've had 18 months almost of panic, fear, media onslaught, school onslaught, where schools are designed to condition you and to indoctrinate you into military prison culture. It's to get you ready to follow orders. If I get that in school, plus I'm getting it at home, what do you think I'm going to become as a child? I'm going to become all the things that I've been taught from school and by my parents. And then as I get older, I'm going to then transform that mentality into my kids or those around me. You see videos or you read about instances of kids who are who are not wearing the mask and are being shamed who are literally being bullied because by their own classmates because they're not wearing a mask. We're going to get sick and die because of you. All these these hurtful and hateful things that are being said to kids. And it's not the kids fault. It is legitimately not their fault because they don't know. You have adults that don't know, don't understand this whole thing the past 18 months. So what do you think a kid understands? Nothing. I can't be mad at a kid for something when their parent is allowing this to be ingrained and instilled inside their head. How many of parents have legitimately set their child down to explain to them, okay, look, this is how things work. This is why I don't want you wearing the mask anymore. This is why I don't wear the mask. This is why I never wore it. 
all these different things that how many parents have legitimately done that to their kids? No, 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 we no, that's not true. The, the media said, or I know people that have gotten sick and I've know people. We're not saying that you don't know people who have gotten sick. We're talking about people that are clearly healthy and want to enjoy life. Let them do them. You want to live in fear? That's fine. Do not put that onto your kids. That's not fair to them because they are following your lead. So to sit there and look at 18 months, well, I keep adding on months, 16 months, 14 months, whatever, however long you've been virtually educating your kid to get mad or to literally not feel like the kid is learning. Why are you surprised? Those that told your kids, those, these bureaucrats and the politicians who have put this fear of God in you using mainstream media and the government is perfect for propaganda machining. They have put you in this position to where you cannot be in control of your own kids anymore. They tell you when you can feed your kids based off of some, some chart, some food chart that's completely antiquated and outdated. They tell you how your kids should learn. They tell you that they have to wear this mask. They tell you they have to be socially distanced from their classmates. Why would I even want to be here? I can't even talk. I, you, we're, we're in recess with a mask on. We're outside with mask on. How is this? What is happy about this? And so many kids are frustrated and they're sad and they're depressed, but these parents are so far gone to where they don't have the, the mental fortitude and they don't have the backbone to sit up there and educate themselves from real news sources and from real scientific research. But instead, by not doing any of this, you put this on your kid and that's going to be the kid that's literally going to be what you are years to come think about that continuously over this summer because this next school year in the fall they're coming for your kids they're going to want to require to have your kids to get the jab because that's the way that they indoctrinate the next generation that's why they're coming for your kids if you cannot see that coming down the pipe and you have already seen it where they're already saying, oh, well, this is approved. Moderna says this is uh, safe for kids. The FDA says this is safe for kids. Okay, so they're already they're already priming you. They're already prepping you. So what are you going to do about it? You're just going to let them just wear the mask forever. Let them take a let them take the jab. And then when they look up five years from now and have autism or they have some other irreversible damage that's done to them uh, mentally and socially. And you're wondering why, oh, I wonder why are they acting like this? Oh, let's just get them on a medication. It has nothing to do with the vaccine. That's what they call it, a vaccine. It has nothing to do with that. It's just simply, just simply, we don't know. So that's what they're gonna tell you when they know that this is an issue that could come from vaccinations that have been done over time, plus experimental drugs that have been done over time, plus the poor diet and nutrition. All of these things collectively have forced you to watch your child turn into something that they will ha not have any control over. But you have the control if you take it. 
if you stand up and fight for your child, fight for your child, stop hiding, be at the forefront of all of this foolishness and fight for your child.